Hey guys, we're back at it with another question and response podcast. We got a couple pretty good questions this go around, and I'm going to do my best to try to get to all of them, but still make this short and sweet. So we'll jump right into it. Question number one. This is one of my favorite types of questions because it's really a mindset question disguised as a nutrition question. But the question was essentially, you know, you had a rough Thanksgiving diet wise. How do you get over that or how do you bounce back from it? And the answer is you just get back on it. Um, it's not that fancy. There's no crazy secret science here. You just get back to it. Having a couple days off your diet, off your eating plan, it's just not that big of a deal. Remember, we play the long game here. I'm not super interested in making people super fit next week or next month or maybe not even next year for some people. This might be a five-year process. And I know that sounds like a long time in our instant society. It's tough to imagine five years from now, but you could make a ton of progress in that amount of time. And you really can't make a ton of progress in a week or two, or even a bad week or two doesn't set you back that much. So I would say, don't worry about it, get back on it and, you know, be happy. You had a good time with your family and friends and you ate ate a lot of food and, you know, it was a good time. Nothing to regret. Let's just get back to work. Long answer, slightly shorter. We can't change the past. We can only change what we're doing right now and the effort we're putting in right now. That's all we can control. So let's put some effort in right now and get back to it. Sticking with diets and nutrition, the second question essentially was asking about fad diets. And my general answer there is fad diets are probably not the best solution for most people. However, most things work. We made a post about it on Facebook the other day. Doing something tends to work. That tends to be a productive thing for most people. If you're doing nothing and you start doing something, even if it's a ridiculous diet, you're probably going to make some progress. So while I would generally not suggest going that route for most people, there are some people where maybe some of those are appropriate. Keto is a really popular diet right now. I don't think that's a long-term livable solution for a lot of people. However, there are some people who have a lot of willpower who can never eat a piece of cake again the rest of their life and be okay and do fine with that, I guess. Um, Additionally, I think in the CrossFit world, the energy system that we use the most is kind of being neglected on the nutrition side there. So not that we care about taking a little bit of a hit in the gym performance-wise, but it will make your Metcons hurt a little bit more if you aren't appropriately carbed for those now that doesn't mean you need a ton of carbs but going from zero to some is your body's going to notice that or going from some to zero so additionally there's going to be some special populations there's research i've seen that some cancers respond really well to things like very very low carb diets so i'm not saying these things are inherently bad but generally speaking you know what you should and shouldn't be eating we just need to control how much of it that, that you are eating and getting around, moving, sleeping, all that fun stuff. So we generally don't push people in the direction of any kind of extreme fad diet. But, you know, I'm not judging someone if that's the way they want to go. That's cool, too. If it works for you, awesome. Switching topics a little bit here. This question comes from one of our friends all the way out in San Francisco. So that's pretty cool. Um, what's the best way to train when you're on the road or traveling? I have a little bit of experience with this. I worked in professional baseball as a strength conditioning coach and half the games are on the road. Now we obviously made sure we had access to a normal gym that had the things that we need. But even if you don't, even if you're only staying at a whatever Hilton garden Inn or something, I don't, I don't know. I'm just picking something random there, but uh, 
there's going to be some kind of place to work out. It'll probably have a treadmill, a bike, maybe some free weights if you're lucky or some kind of machine. And even if you don't have that stuff, you can get a really good workout in with a treadmill and your body weight. So don't let that be an excuse. It, it really isn't. Now, uh, a couple of ideas for workouts there, you know, hopping on the treadmill for running like a 400, doing a couple rounds of that and mixing in, I don't know, 25 air squats, 25 push-ups, 25 sit-ups. There you go. If it's a four-round workout, it, you're moving around, you're doing something. It's probably not going to be the craziest thing you've ever done, but I promise you're not getting less fit by doing something like that. You know, just going for a normal jog, jog a couple miles, run a 5K. If it's got a pool and you don't normally swim, go f- go swim a couple laps. I mean, that's a really cool way to vary your fitness because it's not something you're doing at home. And once again, you swim a couple laps pretty hard, take a minute or so in between them. I promise you're not getting less fit with that. Now, on the strength side, sure, if you're in a strength cycle and you're going somewhere that only has up to 30-pound dumbbells, you're going to you're gonna have a little bit of a setback there, but your overall fitness level doesn't need that year-round. So if you're out of town and you know you do the best you can do, find some stairs, run up and down those guys, do push-ups, do air squats, um, planks. I mean, there's plenty of things you could do without stuff. Um, you could do something as simple as 100 burpees for time. That can happen in your hotel room. All you need is your phone. You press go. You do 100 burpees. I promise you it's a good workout. You're not getting less fit. So I know I'm going to keep harping on this thing, but this is another one of those things that I think is primarily a mindset thing. You're out of town. You know, you don't have access to your normal CrossFit gym or wherever you train. And so it's easy to make an excuse for why you should do nothing. We all understand that doing something is better than doing nothing. Sure, you're not going to be able to do heavy snatches or, you know, you might not be able to do handstand push-ups and whatever ring muscle ups but you can definitely get some fitness in and you know it's a good excuse to maybe get outside if you're not outside doing fitness that much or or just doing some body weight stuff taking it easy on your joints for a little while so yeah don't make an excuse do something um enjoy your trip if you're on a vacation or whatever I, i i do think that's an appropriate time to not be hammering it in the gym every day but if you're on a business trip you know make sure you find a couple days where you can go do some of that stuff and like i said you're not going to be less fit so it works. If you're a ransom member or hey, you're just listening to this and you're not a ransom member, um, we have a list that I made of travel workouts that can be done in a hotel, you know, in your room for some of it. And then some of it might need a little bit of equipment that a hotel generally has. Feel free to ask me for that. I can shoot it to you via email, ryan at crossfitransom.com. Just shoot me an email and I'll send you that list. But the short version is essentially body weight movements and things like Tabatas, running, swimming, Um, you know, stairs, just fun stuff like that. The next question is a little more philosophical, I suppose, but I like that. So that works for me. It is essentially asking if you could only do one movement for the rest of your life, what would you choose? And man, it's a really difficult, it's a really difficult choice. Um, I think I'm going to do my best to answer this in the spirit of the question, I think. Um, but you know, I think you could play the game of of kind of mixing some stuff up and acting like it's all one thing. But if I could only choose one movement and I get to call a clean and jerk a movement, I'm going to pick a clean and jerk. You can do those light. You can do those heavy. You could still maintain a lot of strength with those. You could do them with a conditioning effect with power cleans and a lighter jerk, push press, shouldered overhead. You can do them with dumbbells. You can do them with kettlebells. You can do them with a barbell. You could do them with a sandbag. They have a lot of versatility. 
you know, you're working your legs, you're working shoulder overheads, so you're working some upper body strength stuff too. You're working power. I don't know. It's a pretty good movement. Um, if I can only pick one thing, that's probably what I'm going to choose. If you think clean and jerk is a cheating answer, then I guess I would pick a farmer's carry. A heavy. Those can go heavy. Those can go light. Those can build strength like a deadlift. You can get a conditioning effect out of them. You get to use your upper body some. You're obviously using your core and your posterior chain a lot. So that's probably what I'd pick if I can't pick clean and jerk. And then if that's too nuanced of a movement, I would say running because you can sprint, you can jog, you can walk. You can load that with a you know a rock or whatever, so that has a lot of versatility as well. So depending on how picky you're going to be with my answers, it's either clean and jerk or farmer's walk slash pick something up or locomotion on your feet, running, walking, jogging, rucking, etc. The last question is going to be another one that's a little more philosophical, I guess, and it is. It, the question is, how fit can you realistically be after 45? And we can take any age and answer this question with it or whatever, or any set of circumstances. But the answer is really, really freaking fit um, at any age. There's super fit people at all sorts of ages. There's people out there um, doing really wild stuff. Like we spent some time the other day looking at Concept 2 rowing records, and there's some 70-year-olds out there that can row. So... The answer is really, really fit. Um, we like to use age as an excuse for lots of things in life, and trust me, I understand that. I can remember being a much better athlete when I was younger and had less stuff going on, and my body felt better and all that kind of stuff. But it's really my age is not the reason my fitness is not at a peak level or anything like that. So I don't know. This is one of those things, once again, I think a lot of stuff boils back to mindset for me. I think that is looking for an excuse that isn't a real thing. Trust me, you know someone who's 45 years old or older that's super, super fit. Will things take a little bit longer to go that route versus when you were 20? Yeah, probably. It will take longer to make progress, but you are still playing the long game here. Like I said, 45, you know, you're going to live 30, 40, 50 more years. I mean, you're halfway there. How much progress can you make in another lifespan that compared to what you've had right now? I would bet a lot. So don't let age be an excuse for, you know, why things are happening slowly. Stay on it, be consistent and work hard. We, uh, one of our core beliefs or core values at the gym is hustle. And we believe that hard work will pay dividends. It doesn't always happen as fast as you'd like. It might not happen exactly how you want it to, but working hard will never not return positive results. That's probably really weird to say that. Working hard will always yield a profit. It might not be the exact profit you want, but it will always yield a profit. So hustle, don't make excuses. 45 is the new 25. All right, so that's another week of asking me questions and me doing my best to give you some responses to them. This is a lot of fun. Keep sending in questions. I'll make a post each week to let you send questions into. But if you ever just think of any, just shoot our Instagram a DM with a question and I'll do my best to answer it. And, uh, you know, feel free to ask weird stuff um, or ask just stuff you've always thought about or whatever. It could be nutrition related, training related, lifestyle, um, you know, mindset, whatever. I'll do my best to answer it. And uh, maybe we could talk about it offline if you have more questions. So appreciate it. See you guys at the gym.